Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our program. <laughs> Why do we own this DVD? Your true host, Sean Takaki, and his wife, Diane. Diane and Sean. Yeah. Why do we own this DVD? Yeah. Why do we own the DVD? Represent Sean Takaki and his wife Diane. Yeah. Just wanna say, why do we own this DVD? Why? Let's make this one a short one. Why would you say that? The most exciting thing about tonight's episode is picking next week's movie. Oh my god. That's not very nice to anyone. Um Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sean has quit the podcast. It's just me now talking about my movies. This is neither good nor fun. <laughs> wow. Did you hate it that much? I, you know what? Like you didn't enjoy I watching. I was looking forward to it because I remembered. Nothing. A, I remembered feeling that it was better than it. than I remembered. Okay. Like I, th- I going into it, I thought it was going to be, you know, possibly fun, but not good. You know, at best. I didn't think it was going to be good. And fun. Well, I, uh, I was open to that possibility. Okay. But I mean, I wasn't like, oh, it's going to be great and it's going to be fun. I was like, yeah, well, it'll be fun. I wasn't thinking it was going to be great. No, no, no. But I mean, I, I mean. I'm like, well, this will be entertaining. Yeah, and it that's, was. That, that's what I thought too, except for the it was part. <laughs> the it was like, part? You know, you're like, I thought it was going to be entertaining, and it was. I think, well, I thought so, too, but it wasn't for Mm. me. I remembered it differently. Okay. I mean, I remember going into it going, oh, yeah, it was fun. Like, I like, and I think I liked the books. I I, I know I did. Did you, though? I bet if you read them now, you'd be like, these books are trash. Well, I mean, it's like when I saw these movies the first time, I thought they were pretty good, and they're trash. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I'm defeated. Turns out, trash. <laughs> All right, so this is a podcast. It's called Why Do We Own This DVD? Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're trash. Sometimes they're in the middle. It's something that you could throw away. <laughs> sometimes they, they never should have been purchased in the first place. Hey. But someone had to buy all five at once. All right, I'm Diane, that's Sean. Uh, we talk about our DVD collection. Yep. And uh, this week, we are cliff diving back into the town of Forks, Washington. I mean, we're talking about one of the movies that made a shit ton of money. Yeah, it made a lot of money. And you're like, but how? Why? I know exactly. You know exactly. Well, I know, but I'm like... It was a perfect storm of time and cast and just 
millennials age. I mean, it's like the whole like GameStop, Bed Bath and Beyond stock buying thing where I wouldn't compare it. It to made so like much money with zero substance. Wow. Like it was That's pretty people, harsh. People were caught up in the buying frenzy. With but there was, you know, they were just riding the wave. Same thing with these. Like, people were so, there was so much frenzy for it that everyone saw it. And it's like, it's, but it's not good. <laughs> You're buying doo doo. All right. Well, let's try to stay positive for this episode. Just, I mean, you know. I didn't have a bad time. Okay. But I mean, because I was just not like me and Ice Age. I was too. just gobsmacked that, oh, this is terrible. See, I didn't think it was terrible. Why is that? I don't know. I kept waiting for it to get gooder. Shit. Okay, so yeah, tonight we're talking about the second movie in the the Twilight Saga, New Moon. A movie I saw, but apparently have no memory of. Yeah, I didn't remember. None any of, of it. it looked familiar to me. I, I know I've seen it. Yeah, me too. But nothing. I didn't remember. Familiar. The only thing that was familiar was Alice's return. Didn't. But I didn't. That. I didn't remember any of the interaction. Like I knew uh-huh. she came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I knew. Uh, she falls asleep in the woods. <laughs> like that's it. That's all. That was. The I didn't only, know that. Those are the only two things that looked familiar to me. I didn't remember her getting onto the back of the motorcycle. Nope. I didn't remember her building motorcycles with Jake. I didn't remember any of it. See, I remember that stuff happening in the books. I do not remember these scenes. I don't remember the books. I would pay you to read them all. I don't want to, because I don't know how to read anymore. I haven't read a book in ten years. Oh, good. Frankie's asleep. All right. So this movie opened November twentieth. 2009 it was directed by chris whites you might know him from movies like american pie about a boy he wrote part of rogue one. Oh, really yeah i don't remember Before, like tony gilroy took over okay. kind of like there's like 20 writers for rogue one he's one of them does he have a credit for andor i don't think so okay. no i didn't see that no okay um we should just talk about andor Great show. Oh, my God. It's so good. And they say the word shit. <laughs> Great. Um, Spoiler alert. Spoilers for all the kids out there. Star Wars swears. Um, it's just a scary story. <laughs> I don't know. How I said that so many times last night because it's just once you start saying it, you just start saying it whenever you can. All right. So this movie... Um, on her 18th birthday, Bella Swan wakes up from a dream where she's an old woman. I had no memory of that ever. No, ever. I think we've established that we don't remember in this movie. So, um, I of have course, no memory of recounting my not having a memory. Bella Swan, of course, played by Kristen Stewart. We we love Kristen Stewart. I do. Oh, I, I absolutely love Kristen Stewart. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, she has li- a- I don't like her in this movie, though. Well, I mean, her because Bella Swan in this movie is a terrible person. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Bella in this movie. I'm not a fan of any of the characters really in this movie. 
I will say that. Like, everyone's kind of shitty. I, I did find myself questioning, like, acting choices, too. We kind of talked about that with Twilight and some of Kristen Stewart's I think she's, delivery choices. I, yeah, I think she still doesn't quite know who Bella is. Mm, That's the feeling I get. And I, we'll see if she ever really knows. Because we've never seen any movies past, or I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen any movies past this You one. didn't see Eclipse? No, I don't know which one mm-hmm. that is. Yeah, I get it mixed up with this one. I couldn't tell you a single plot line of that. Uh, Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, she w- she has a dream where she's an old woman. And Edward Cullen, her immor- immortal vampire boyfriend, of course, played by Robert Pattinson. He is, of course, young. Because he's a vampire, he will never age. Was he 17? Is... Was Edward Cullen forever, 17? Forever 17. Yeah, was he 17? Yeah, because remember she said, I'm a year older than you now? Okay. Because she And then he's like, I'm 109. Yeah, I'm 109. Whatever. Um, so yeah, Bella's pretty bummed about growing up and aging, becoming older than Edward. Um, she doesn't want to really celebrate her birthday, but uh, of course the Cullens host a birthday party for her at their house. Um, every all, all the Cullens are back from the first movie. Of course, we have Ashley Green as Alice. She's, you know, the fun one who can see visions of the future. She's my favorite Twilight character. She um is probably the closest with Bella outside of Edward. Oh yeah. Um, Rachel. Rachel <laughs> I'm gonna say Rachel. Rachelle Lefebvre. I think that's how you say her name. Lefebvre as. Oh, that's Victoria. She's not a Cullen. I'm sorry. Nikki Reed as Rosalie Hale. She's, you know, the oldest girl in the family. Doesn't super like Bella. She's like, eh. she's kind of come to terms with her, but she's not super thrilled that she that also Edward. doesn't like being a vampire. <laughs> no, and I loved that scene. I liked the birthday, the 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 voting the, the, scene, the line at least that she says. Yeah, I like her line. Um, go get to that. Kellen Lutz is Emmett. I kept calling him Everett. He's like the jock I do like, in the family. I do like Emmett, but I like Jas- Jasper. Jasper is more entertaining to me. And of course, Jasper. Emmett's like, more likable, but Jasper is definitely more entertaining. Yeah, Jasper's way more complicated than Emmett. Emmett's kind of like, hey, I'm a teddy bear. Hey, let's 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 play football and baseball and and like hug it out. Jasper's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And maybe well, suck your blood. Ja- Jasper's like, please don't scare me, but I also might murder you. Yeah. Jasper, of course, played by Jackson Rathbone. Who uh, is he? I know. He was in. Why do I know that name? Well, he was um, he was in The Last Airbender. Does he? He's, you know, Katara's brother. Sokka. Sokka. Wait, does he, does he have fa- famous family? I don't know. Oh, like okay. Basil? <laughs> Rathbone? Is that what I'm thinking of? You might be. I think so. Is he like a detective? Like a mouse? I don't know. Basil of Basil Street? Did you ever have read that book? I know the books. I don't I don't think I've ever read them, but I do. Yeah. He's he's like the little Sherlock Holmes mouse, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe that's Oh my god. <laughs> I are hope you, that you're are you related to a mouse. Are you related to Basil Rathbone? Are you related to a fictional detective mouse? Ah. <laughs> uh, um, and then the parents, uh, who, oh, there they are. Carlisle and... Peter Fatch and Ellie. Oh, yeah. Peter Fatch as Carlisle and um, Elizabeth. Am I saying her name Reeser? right? I cannot find her on this fucking list. 
I honestly think she was left off. There she is. Elizabeth Reeser. Elizabeth Reeser as Esme. Um, so yeah, they have a birthday for Bella. She's like, Ugh. you know, she's very mopey and she's unwrapping a gift. And of course, clumsy Bella gives herself a paper cut. What happens? Close up on the blood. It It's seriously the bloodiest paper cut I've ever seen. Because usually paper cuts, you don't see the blood. They're like... They a hurt like a bitch. Thin line. And yeah, you can bear, it's, you only see blood if you're like squeezing. And it only hurts when you look at it. It's one of those things where oh. once you see it. This is not a paper cut. This is like, oh, I was holding scissors She's in my hand. She's been shot in her finger <laughs> by a little mm. paper bag. Of course, the sight of blood makes Jasper completely. Well, I think it's not even just the sight of blood. It's the sight of it's, Bella's blood because her blood is the most delicious. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, it's the scent of her blood. Yeah. And he full on tries to attack her. It sends like, him he into a shark even, frenzy. Yeah. He doesn't hold back for a second. And so we get a fun like Well, Edward pushes Bella out of the way, causing more damage on yeah, the Yeah, like he completely throws her against Emmett grabs a, Jasper. A, table a few times because he's very fast and very wily who jasper yes but emmett finally managed to get a hold of him yeah and like subdues him yeah and bella like really hurts her arm she gets like glass shards in Mm -hmm. it because she goes crashing against like a glass table so carlisle stitches her up even even alice is kind of like i can't be here because she's about to like lose. yeah she's like shit it's like I, I, I do was... like that scene though, where they're all looking at her, mm-hmm. and and Bella has that sort of panic that this might be where she gets eaten alive. <laughs> this might be my demise. It's like if I was in a room and suddenly there was a bunch of apple cider donuts on the table in front of me, I'd be like, I need to leave this room. <laughs> I don't want to kill these donuts. <laughs> and I would be like, they're just donuts. Oh, I'm. So craving apple cider donuts. I would be the girl going, ah, too much starch. Um, we don't. You don't need all that gluten. Yuck. So she gets all stitched up, but then Edward's like, you know what? You're. I. I cannot be with you. I don't want to be with you. I'm leaving. The Cullens. We're all leaving Forks because people are starting to notice that we're not getting any older, and your life is in danger around me. This is dangerous. Well, yeah. The excuse is that. People are noticing that Carlisle is is supposed to be ten years older than he looks. Yeah, I'm like, that's and really, fat. What are you ten t- years? That's not a lot of. If I mean, if he was like supposed to be eighty, <laughs> then I'd be like, and he mm, looks like that. I'd be I'm like, a little sus. I would question that, but I mean, what he's maybe like fifty five. Yeah, he, and he he looks like he's he looks like he's in his forties. Like that's age. fine. He. You know. Again, these are like just excuses that Edward yeah. is coming up with because he's he's worried about Bella. And of course, but Bella you- plunges into the deepest, darkest depression I've ever seen in any movie in my entire life. Well, this was where I I questioned the acting choice of one Kristen Stewart. Okay. Because mm-hmm. in the blink of an eye, Edward's gone. In the woods. He sure is. And she, in vain, tries to, like, chase him down, follow him, find him. Whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of calling his name. She's like, Edward. Edward. I'm like, 
Why don't you maybe yell? She's, I think she's like in shock and she's not really sure. Like she still can't believe he's not there. And I, so, she, so I would have thought the, the choice would be. Scream? Have her scream out in like a panic. She kind of does Like after. for like a lost child kind of thing. Mm. But instead she's like. Well, that's again. A- ASMRing it. <laughs> she's like. Edward. Mm-hmm. And so, then yeah, she we falls get, asleep in the woods. Yeah. And then we get a. Basically a depression montage of her sitting in a chair, which I I like that little scene where we see the months literally passing by. Mm -hmm. Camera just kind of circles around her in the chair. You see the changing of the seasons. That's where I get the Leaky Lee song? Yes. Possibility? I don't know how it goes. Um, Yeah. Then her dad, Charlie, played by, is that Billy Black? No, Billy, Billy Black Burke? is... I'm sorry, Billy Burke. Billy Black is... Is a character. <laughs> Billy Burke is the actor who plays the best character in the movie, Dad Charlie. He's like, um, you should... You you need to go to Jacksonville, live with your mom. Because you're a big mope. You don't... And she's like, <laughs> no, I, I, I can't. No, my friends are here. That was my Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I mean... That was my Bella. <laughs> I, I knew what you were doing. I would have recognized it if I was blindfolded. <laughs> uh, yeah, she doesn't want to leave Forks because she already, it already feels like none of this ever happened and none of it existed. This is all she has to hold on to. Is, which I get that feeling. I've, I've I, felt that in other books. Yeah. We've talked about... Well, and, and also I think it, she doesn't want to leave because there's, in the back of her mind, there's a possibility that Edward will return. And if yes. she leaves and he comes back, she won't be there. Of course. So. And we talked about this feeling when we talked about like Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz, Return to Oz. This feeling I got very heavily as a child when I would watch movies like this where something fantastical would happen and then they'd be back in the real world and they're searching for that thing that... like It's like Narnia. That made them realize that, yeah, Narnia, anything like that. The Narnia ones affect me more than because i think it's because like with narnia and stuff i mean it's so obvious where that's the better place yeah i felt it was most deep it affected me physically when i would watch return to oz when she wakes up in the in the mud at the end of the movie uh-huh. And she so still would rather be in oz well yeah but anyway but it, it reminds me of that where bella uh-huh. She's searching for something that makes it real. Like, this actually happened. Edward and the Cullens were part of my life. And and now that part, that, that's her Oz and it's gone. Yeah. So I get, yeah, not wanting to, and you're right. If but, she leaves staying Forks, in Forks. That's the closest she gets to yeah. s- staying in, in Oz. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. that same feeling. And I really got that feeling when I read the book. Like, mm-hmm. the I remember actually like kind of... You know, that, that heart hurt kind it of. It hurt to yeah. read. And again, when I read this book, I was, you know, post-baby. What was it, postpartum? Postpartum and all that other shit, too. But <laughs> um, it was very visceral. I remember that about the book. And I was so mad at Edward. So mad at him in the book. There, There are terrible character choices throughout this, like, well, this book, but this the movie there's many bad character choices throughout the story mm. 
Like the Cullen, like did the Cullens as a group d- decide to leave, or is this Edward telling, convincing Carlisle and all them to leave? Like whose idea was it to leave, to leave for probably Edward? Was it? Yeah, because I mean, the the he makes it seem like. Because Car- I don't think Alice wants to leave. Well, I know, but I mean, if if Carlisle says we have to leave, then they would leave. Yeah. But what made Carlisle say we have to leave? It was Edward, right? I would imagine so. Because, I mean, Car- Carlisle is, seems very level-headed. Of course. He would have been like, let Jasper, you know, let it, let run, it, it run its course. Let him, you know, calm back down. Mm. We can work through this. We can bring Bella back, you know, and everyone's everything will be fine. Mm. But Edward is the one who's freaking out going, you almost killed Bella. Yeah. This is not good. We have to get the fuck out of here. And, you know, maybe Carla is like, yeah, also people think that I should be older. So, you know what? It's probably a good time to do this. Whatever. Um, so yeah, And that whole thing, too. I mean, I'm like, you know what? Go get yourself some stage makeup. <laughs> just, just add some weather to your head, you okay. know? God. So, yeah, Bella, she's like, I don't want to go to Jacksonville because who does? Um, and she's like, I, I'll i spend more time with my friends. I'm, I'll get out of this funk. You know, she. The one thing that I was like, oh, about mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. no Jacksonville. I'm like, oh, the mom doesn't get any scenes in this movie. No mom I'm in this like, movie. like, oh, that's a bummer mm-hmm. for that No actor. mom or baseball boyfriend, whatever. Baseball the, boyfriend. Remember her mom's boyfriend was oh, like the a baseball player? Oh, the minor league baseball player, yeah. So, um, Bella... And Jessica, played by Anna Kendrick, um, probably way too good for this movie, but she still came back for it. Um, too, you mean like too big for this yeah. movie? Because at this point, oh, for sure, she's like fucking Oscar nominated at this point. Or but something. I'm watching her. I'm going. I would defend you with my fists, but you need to work harder in this movie. You're not really trying and it's starting to show she has like two scenes it's fine but i mean, but I mean you is know she what? quiet quitting yes <laughs> she's <laughs> put put anna kendrick please put some effort just a, just a little bit of of effort please no, she got you know she well, got paid like, a lot. You know what? You're matching the tone of this movie. Yeah, it's fine. You're not trying to stand out. I get it, but be be better. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> hashtag be better. Hashtag be best. <laughs> so um, Bella and Jessica go see a movie, and uh, Jessica's just talking, talking, and kind of annoyed at Bella for being all depressed because she's got issues too, you know. Sure. And then, um. Bella sees like a group of some uh, bikers and she has a flashback of when like a group of bikers like kind of almost attacked her in the first movie and Edward came to save her. Um, But Bella's feeling like she needs to do something crazy and daring. Because she's she's remembering like things that Edward told her before he left was like, don't do anything rash. And she's, yeah. Don't do anything, you know. And she's just, you know, that feeling where she couldn't be any lower in her life, so why the fuck not? She just wants a rush. She needs that rush. And it's, right when she starts to think about those the bikers, she gets like a a weird like image kind of flash of Edward. Yeah, and we, were, we weren't sure off. if he was actually appearing. 
and like tell he's like because she's approaching the bikers he's like, like is, go is she he's having like, like turn around is he projecting himself psychically? like astral projection like is he doing like some luke skywalker force projection i thought he was and it might say in the book again don't remember but i assumed that he was doing this for reals, because he's a vampire, because, and, but maybe all, not. Some I of them are, are things that he didn't say when he was in person. No. Like, th- some of turn these things around. are new lines. Yeah, like, turn around. So, I'm guessing... Um, unless she is just saying this is what he would say if he were here. Mm, but I... but anyway, it doesn't matter. She approaches the bikers, um, and she... She gets on the back of one. Yeah, she gets on the... Well, this says she imagines seeing and hearing him and realizes that thrill-seeking activities evoke his image. That's what Wikipedia says. Hmm. Take it how you will. So she gets on the back of a bike, and of course, all of us are like, you're insane. What? What? And the guy is, you know, going fast, and she's like, the rush. But then she realizes that she needs to... Well, I mean, she stops him because there's like a... She, she sees, sees like the Edward, image of Edward, and yeah. And does she? Is that like a moment of clarity, or is that? Yeah, probably. And does she kind of freak out, like don't hit him? <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. But um, so yeah, she does that, and she's like, "Oh, that that was amazing." And of course, Jessica's like, "Oh my god, you're insane! What?" Jessica's kind of just saying what we're all thinking. It's fine. Um, in other news. Bella's got other friends besides the ones at school. She has her uh, Quillette friends. Is that how you say it? Quillette? I forget. Q. Yeah, I know. I don't remember. Q. Anyway, Jacob Black and his buddies. I know they say in the first movie. I don't remember. Quillette. What. I just, I've always said Quillette because that's what I see when I see the word. I know that. Yeah, a, I do a quick a... Google and, and it is just her hallucinating mm. Edward. Okay. Um, because I think the only way that Edward would know anything is through Alice, because she can see stuff. You know, uh huh. Like Edward has no, doesn't have any of those kinds of powers of like foresight or you know. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna. What's Edward's superpower? Hold on, hold on. I don't want that. Quillute. Quillute. Okay. Sorry, we had Google. I had Google say it for me. Quillute. So yeah, Jacob, played by Taylor Lautner, who was almost recast because his character is supposed to be buff and ripped and shredded. And young Taylor Lautner was not. But when they told him, we're going to recast you, He's like, uh, challenge accepted. He gained like 30 pounds of muscle. Yeah, I mean, he fucking delivered. Um, yeah. I mean, Taylor Lautner, he's still Taylor Lautner, the actor in this movie. Yes. Uh, again, not great. His body is... No, he looks great. Working 100% in this movie. Yeah, he looks great. Like he deserved to come back. His acting, well, he, he, is is his acting. It's, it's yeah. It's still, he's still Jacob Black. He's still telling scary stories. 
scary stories. Scary stories. Anyway, Jacob and Bella becoming closer. He, she realizes that she feels not depressed when she's around him. She brings him two broken down motorcycles to rebuild. Yeah, she wants that rush of being on that motorcycle again. Yeah, and just the distraction of working on these with him. And no, I think does she, but she wants the adrenaline rush because that. Brings on more Edward sightings, though. Probably, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. She's doing things. Like, basically, it's it's her way of getting high, sort of. Yeah. Where, you know, Edward is the high. Uh-huh. Her drug that she needs to get that high is adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And, um, yet, and yet, it, in, mm-hmm. in the novel, Edward... You know, implies that he has no no clue that Bella was hearing his voice. Oh, okay. So yeah, he has. He thinks that she's dead. Yeah. Totally so, dead. so um, Jacob, you know, at this point, he still has his long hair. You know, his. I already forgot how to say it. Quillute. 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 Quill. Quill. Still has his long hair, but he. They see all of his friends like cliff jumping. They're all. Well, I mean, short hair. They're only sort of his friends because he's implying yeah. that the, they're just the other guys of the in pack, the tribe. Sam is yeah. like a, sort of like a bad seed, and he's yeah. luring uh, the other boys away now. Yeah, so we get that sense of bitterness from mm-hmm. from Jacob. Yeah, but um, so things are going good. They're not. I mean, we we know that Jacob likes Bella. I mean, that's obvious. It was. I mean, it, he states it in the first movie or book. Yeah, you know, he you know he's younger. Um, but Bella, you know, sees him as like her best friend. She even says, "You're my best friend." They go to a movie, um, along with Mike from school. It was Remember to be a Mike? Big, big group thing. Yeah, of but... course. Everyone else called out because various reasons. So it's Bella, Jacob, and Mike. Um, Mike gets sick because he's not into the. They go now, see Face Punch. I. <sighs> Face punch. Is that in the book? Is that the name of the movie in the book? Sure. I would assume so, right? Yeah. I mean, Stephanie Meyer's not using real No, movies. I know. But I mean, I'm like, make a better title. Face punch. Face off. <laughs> punch face. Punch off. It's punch off. What's that Nintendo game? Punch out. Punch out. Mike Tyson's. Mike, Ty- Mike Tyson's punch out. Punch out. Oh, the most stressful game ever. Glass Joe. It just gives me anxiety to think about it. I can but see anyways. them coming down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's the noise they make. Doop, doop, doop. Doop, doop. <laughs> okay. It's all about timing. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, and then Jacob suddenly has to leave. Um, he becomes like really upset about Well, Well, Mike gets sick during the movie. Yeah. And so yeah. they're waiting for him. Yeah. And they're... What makes him mad? Jacob and and Bellars kind of they're kind of kind of lightly poking fun at at Mike's situation. Mm-hmm. And Mike comes out, and then does he say something? Well, and then suddenly Jacob gets real defensive. Yeah, I'm trying to remember why, but I mean we know. But I think the physical reason why. Well, what? Yeah, I mean he has sort of the sudden onset of like. Heat, body heat and just yeah. and, and temper heat. I mean, he's, going, he's having a hot flash. Basically, 
And then he, I get it. So he suddenly feels off and he leaves. He's like, I need to leave because he, he, he probably knows what. Well, I don't think he even knows what's going on. Okay, maybe not. Because I think in the book, he's not, he doesn't know until mm-hmm. it happens and he gets the whole situation explained to him. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he has no idea about Sam and en- Embry. 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 Yeah. Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. <laughs> Formerly Ethan Randall. Because, I mean, that's all, like, foreign to him. Like, mm-hmm. this whole weird, like, mood shift that they seem to have had. Yeah. And suddenly he's experiencing a weird thing, so he's mm-hmm. freaked out. Yeah. So I think what happens is once he makes, once his 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 change happens. His transformation. I think it gets explained to him, like, the whole lore of everything that, yeah. of what he is. That's when he gets let in on the secrets. Spoilers. Jacob is a wolf. I know they say werewolves in the movie, but you know what? They're not werewolves. Well, I mean, the first few books, they're werewolves until it's explained that we're not actually werewolves. We are like changing. Did you look that up or something? No, I remember oh. from the books. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like they use the term werewolves a few times and then he finally explains Because they're not Bella, being controlled by the moon. Like we're not actually werewolves. It's just our, that's basically our spirit animal. Yeah. Was wolves. Yes. I mean, and that's what we are. We're. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. He becomes a wolf. And I think, I mean, I think the idea that Stephanie Meyer was trying to do was that it's her way of rationalizing like the werewolf myth. Mm. Like they're still, I mean, they are what we would call werewolves, but she's, sure. but she's making it more real, real world appropriate kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's making she I think she's trying to make monsters realistic. Well, she does have vampires in her story. Yeah. And she's making them real like they don't burn up in the sun. That's stupid. No. We talked about the sparkly thing last time. And, and how stupid and the, that is. And yeah, sure. Okay. Uh-huh. But yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so when she finally sees Jacob, like the next day, or because he's kind of avoiding her. Well, he's been gone. He because he's call, not, she's calling and he Oh yeah, and it's Bill's more like than he day. has mono and Oh yeah. So finally she gets fed up and goes to the res. The res. To go see it's Jacob. Raining. And she sees him walking. Yeah. And she's like, hot damn. And you're he- supposed to be too sick to be outside. Yeah. And we see Jacob has cut his hair. He's got a nice tattoo on his ripped shoulder. Now the tattoo. Is that? It's like a tribe tattoo. No, right? I know. Uh, uh... Is it actually a tattoo or is it like, do we ever? Well, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, is that something that magically appears on their skin when they have their change? Or is that something, hey, I, look, you're a wolf now, too. Let's go get our matching I tattoos. I figured it was that. I don't think it magically appears because I don't know. But again, they're wolves. So I, I don't, don't even know. Um, it says, Jacob has cut his long hair and now has the same quillette. Nope, I said it wrong again. Quillute. Quillute tattoo on his upper right arm as Sam and the other tribe members. He tells Bella to stay away. Do so he's doing the, the same. Have that, like, does, like, Billy have it? You sure. Know, you just don't ever see if it. If they're a part of the pack, I'm sure. Um. So, yeah, Jacob does the same thing Edward does, you know. Pushes Bella away. Pushes Bella away to keep her safe. I'm so sick of this trope. Whatever. Um, And Bella's just like, what the fuck? She she's like I'm gonna go to the 
meadow. <laughs> because she's grasping for anything from her past. She's like, I um, I don't know. She goes to the, the meadow where she and Edward always hung out. And oh, of course, she, she talks to Alice a lot. Like she, she's, she's praying to Alice essentially every time. Yeah. And she's emailing her and they're not getting sent. They're undeliverable. So she's just using, she's talking to her with her brain. I'm asking you with my brain. She's so telling she's Alice the- that she's going to find mm-hmm. what, like her comfort or whatever. She's trying to recapture the things yeah. she had with Edward. Yeah. And she's in the meadow, and she's confronted by our old friend Laurent. Remember Laurent? I I liked him. I liked him in the first one because f- he was like good. Well, and he, now he's like, I'm here to kill you. It's not that he was good. He was doing what suit what served him best, which was help his them. best chance and, of staying alive. Yeah. It's a what was that one guy's name? James. Was it James? James, yeah, the other vampire, <laughs> the Sawyer, yeah. Um, he's come back, um, and he's been sent by Victoria. Sent by Victoria because, of course, we know that they killed James was Victoria's mate. Mm-hmm. They killed James, and now Victoria's like, well, I, now I know my life goal. She sends Laurent to kill Bella. Well, I think she sends him to scope out like the Cullen situation. Maybe. Because she, because they know that Bella's protected by the Cullens, and he's like, "Where are the Cullens? The house is empty." Yeah, and she's like, mm, and, "Well, why would they leave you alone?" And blah, of blah, course, blah. Bella's a shit liar. I Ugh. I do like that. <laughs> the Edward ghost is like lie, and then the next one lie better. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so knowing that it's not even Edward, it's it's Bella's dumb brain. Yeah, going, yeah. bitch, lie better. Lie. It's like Homer and the TV. Be, Be funnier. Oh, I know. Still to this day, Homer, I get it. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Laurent realizes that the Cullens are not Cullens are not around, and he's like about to kill her, and then oh, a wolf pack appears. Well, I do like that. He's like, "Don't worry, I'll make it quick." Victoria would make it slow. Yeah, like he's doing her a kindness. By just now, getting it over The reason with. he's going to kill her, though, is he just can't resist. Because he, even he's like, oh, you're, yeah, I do smell your, your blood is mm. like amazing or whatever. Wow. I mean, what's I the deal with it. Bella's blood? Well, I mean, obviously she's magical. Does it smell like apple cider donuts? Oh, for fuck's sake. Because then maybe I would consider. I don't know. Um, But yeah, the wolf pack appears, attacks Laurent. And well, we see them chase him off. We don't know what happens to him right away. Well, don't we get a... Because then she goes to... Well, no, because we oh, not still... not right away. We still see them fighting in the woods. There's like those flashes. Sure. But then she goes home and she tells Charlie... Charlie I saw them. And uh, not West Duty, whatever his name was. Billy Black. Shit. No, that's not... Billy. Isn't Billy Black the one in the wheelchair? I don't... Uh, Graham Green as Harry Clearwater. Yes. A quaalude. Oh my god! <laughs> How do you say it? Quaalude. <laughs> That's what I just said. Charlie's friend. Graham. Oh Harry, and then Gil Birmingham as Billy Black. His one. He's the one in the wheelchair. Yeah, that's what I. Okay. Um. 
Yeah, she tells them. Yes. That they're not because the town has been on alert for killer bears. But she's like, yes. I saw them. I and saw they're them. They're not big bears. wolves. They're giant wolves. Um, and of course, so then she finds out that Jacob is one of these wolves. And so they're back on the beach and Jacob, where he told her about the original treaty between the Cullens and the tribe. He's kind of explaining to her, yes, I'm a wolf. And yes, even though there's a treaty, um, whatever. I have. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm talking about the conversation they have on the beach in this movie where he's, you know. Well, I know, but she doesn't know that it's him yet. Who? Bella does, doesn't know that the wolves are people yet. Bella eventually discovers that Jacob and the other tribe members are giant werewolves. Their age-old enemies are vampires, though a treaty exists between the Cullens and the tribe. And she only finds that out when she goes to see Jacob. Okay. Whatever. I'm just reading past. the paragraphs. Doesn't matter. I know. Yeah. She finds... Yeah. I'm. She finds out Eventually, Jacob. yeah. Event, okay. Eventually, she does find out. You want to go second by second? No, I do want this to go faster. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so the pack members are on alert for for uh, Victoria. Um, why are they on alert for her? Because they know she's in the area. Yeah. And the agreement... Don't do that. I can hear that. And the agreement was... To not kill the Cullens. Okay, yeah. They can kill anybody else, especially if... As mm-hmm. soon as a vampire is killing people, that's they, that vampire has broken any kind of treaty. Yes. While uh-huh. the Collins haven't broken the treaty, these other Not vampires have. Yet. So they're trying to kill this damn vampire, mm-hmm. and especially because it's hunting Bella. Yeah. So, um, but because Jacob is now focusing on the whole wolf situation, Bella's like. <sighs> she's again left out. In left the cold. alone. Mm-hmm. She's going back to. Finding that rush and those thrill activities. Um, kind of like, who cares if Victoria's here? Right? She goes cliff diving and she sees Victoria well, like in the water. Yeah, because the wolves chase Victoria. She dies into the water. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, but then Bella's driving. She sees the cliff where the cliff diving happens. Yes. She's like, oh, I'm going to go do that. And yeah. She jumps off. And this is what makes Edward think that she's dead. Well... This part was actually kind of scary. What part? When she dies into the water. Okay. Because we do catch a glimpse of Victoria coming yeah. at her. See her red hair in the in the water, which in is terrifying. The water. Oh, okay. Uh huh. That shit was scary. That was like Bruce coming and then, at you. Of ya. course, in classic Bella style, she in a panic tries to get away and knocks herself out. And then we see Edward coming down upside down. Which made me so laugh. So much of it looked like <laughs> goofy, like music video. <laughs> it just looked funny. Um, and then, but yeah, this is what makes Edward think she's dead because Alice sees her jumping, sees her jumping well, off a cliff, sees her like fall into the water from a yeah. cliff, not realizing she jumped off willingly. So Edward is, and here it's kind of a callback to when they were learning Romeo and Juliet at the beginning of the movie yeah. in class and Edward's like if Bella's dead I can no longer well, live that's not this part yet well it's just he goes he goes to Italy not yet according to this paragraph yeah that paragraph is wrong because because he calls rushes her. to forks to yeah, I know. find Bella 
realizes she's alive because she hasn't told Edward she was coming. Well, this says that Edward goes to Italy first because by the time Alice gets to the house, he's already there. This says Edward believes Bella has killed herself after Edward's sister Alice has a vision of Bella jumping off a seaside cliff. Distraught, Edward travels to Italy to ask the Volturi to end his life as he's incapable of doing doing so himself. When he ref- when they refuse his request, he plans to force their hand. Blah blah blah. Alice returns to Forks, shocked to find Bella's still alive. Let's talk about the Volturi too, because. We haven't even. I like them. They definitely add some flavor into these fucking forks, bitches. <laughs> they 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 add a a little bit of spice to this very bland meal. So they're I've been eating. they're basically vampire overlords that live in Italy. I mean, they're like the oldest. Yeah, they kind of run the whole vampire coven. They're like the if if vampires had royalty, these would be. Them. It's like a tribunal of vampire prefects, and you want so you need to do oh, something. We're you, not talking about school ties. You got to go ask the Volturi no. for permission. Okay, or they're like vampire godfathers. They're like the vampire mafia. Um, we have. They are the Don Corleone is it of vampires. Aro Aro. Isn't it like I thought it was Arlo, but I guess not. It's A R O. That's R O. R O. He's the leader, played by Michael Sheen, who's just lapping this shit up. He's enjoying himself. Um, I mean, they all look like they're in Amadeus, for one thing. Who is Heidi? Is it actually spelled Heidi? (laughs) She has the biggest paragraph in this. What does it say? So, well, I'm just looking at the character list. So, Newt Seer as Heidi, who leads the tourists into the Volturi's chamber and urges them to stay together while Dimitri leads Bella, yeah, when Alice. She, and when he says, leave some for me. Why does she get such a paragraph? She I has like know. no lines, I have no right? Idea. Her special ability is to make herself attractive to other people, regardless she, of species or gender. She's like that tour guide leading, you know, all of them to their death. I didn't realize she was so important. I didn't either. Anyway, and uh, so yeah, Michael Sheen. Who's Dimitri? Uh-huh. Do not know. Um, we have Caius. Sure. Uh, he's the the strict one. He's played by Jamie Campbell Bauer. You might know him if you watch Stranger Things. He's Beckna. I don't he's who also that is. is he the Evil Russian? No. Oh. He's the monster. Oh. The Demogorgon? No. Oh, that weird Skeletor guy? The... Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Jamie Campbell Bauer. Oh, no In idea. full makeup. Yeah, well, obvious. I don't think he actually looks like that. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's not CG at all. It's all him. Oh, that's it? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cool. And that's his voice, too. He does that voice. Well, I, I mean, I assumed that that would be his voice. Well, have you heard Beckna's voice? Because I know you don't watch Stranger Things. No. Wait, it's horrifying. Oh, you mean, yeah, the voice in the show? Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen, like, I saw a clip of him doing the voice and... With, in his, with his regular face? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and he's also, he is in 
Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one for about two seconds. He plays Grindelwald jumping out of a window. Oh. <laughs> That's also him. I wish he would have been in that more because I would have liked to have seen more of him, but in that mm. movie. Anyway, he's Caius. And then, of course, we cannot not talk about Stan a fan. <laughs> Whenever a fanning is in a movie, we got to Stan a fan. Dakota Fanning is Jane, the guard of the Volturi, who can torture people with, like, Cruciata's curse. All she has to do is say, pain. Pain. And it says she has the ability to torture people with illusions of pain. So that's kind of well, like what I, Cruciata yeah, said. Because, yeah, there's nothing physical that's happening just, to them. Ah. Yeah. She's great. Her red eyes. She looks great. Well, they all have red eyes, but I yeah. know, but she looks great. She with looks good red... with red. She looks the best with red eyes. She's got that blonde hair and then these blood red eyes. She's platinum blonde hair, pasty white skin, and these blood, yeah. like dark ruby red eyes, and they're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Alice returns to Forks because she's like, "I thought you were dead, but you're right here. What the hell?" Um. Is this when Edward tries calling? Yes. Okay, this I'm just, why... I wasn't sure if Alice was there when he calls. I know Jacob is there. I don't remember if Alice was. Yeah, I'm she, forgetting. Alice leaves because Jacob is still in the house. She's like, yeah, she's I'll come like, back when the do- you put the dog out. Yeah, because it smells like wet dog in here. And so then, of course, again, horrible character decision. Phone rings. Jacob answers. Jacob answers. And he says, he's not here. He's planning a funeral. Thanks, Jacob. Turns out it was Edward calling. Yep. And yes, I understand how painful that must have been for Bella because of the whole of it all. Like I felt like my tummy hurt for her. <laughs> I but I also think that she should have been madder at Jacob, but I also I think it's there wasn't time to be mad at Jacob. No, there wasn't, because they gotta get to Italy. Because now they have to go to Italy. Yeah, which and now I thought Jake, uh, I thought Edward was calling from uh, Rio because in the background there's a giant Jesus the Redeemer statue oh. on the hill, no, which is the one in Rio. Uh-huh. Right? Is there also one in Italy? They're very Catholic over there. I, Maybe it I mean, matter. well, that's why I was like, he's not in Italy. Yet. Oh, mm. but I don't. I mean, I, he might have been. So um, Alice and Bella uh, traveled to Italy in Alice's rental Porsche or whatever. She's no, it's stolen. Stolen. She drives like a goddamn maniac, but I expect nothing less. Well, um, because she can't die. Because Edward's plan is to step out into the sun. Well, at Edward's noon. plan is to give himself to the Volturi to yeah, have them kill him. Yeah. But then Alice gets the vision that she he's been rejected. Yep. So she knows he's going to do something drastic. She doesn't know what they're going to do. She just knows he's going to do something drastic and reveal himself to the people, mm. which will then give the Volturi no choice but to kill him. Mm. But, yeah. At the time of day when the sun is the most intense. High sure. noon. Sure. Or just the most dramatic, if you yeah. want. <laughs> and so we have this, like, cut back and forth. Bella running from the car through the loads of people in their red cloaks. Edward I do like slowly that scene. 
slowly taking his shirt off and yeah, Jacob looks a lot better than Edward without a shirt on. Whoa. I'm just going to say that. Edward Edward's is, not supposed to look great. He's he's very he's pale, a, very he's wiry. A, he's a bloodless 17-year-old boy. <laughs> and it's like slow motion. We're like, oh my God, Bella, is she going to make it in time? Because Edward has the shirt off. He's, and also, Edward, open your fucking eyes. He's about to... Yeah, his eyes are closed. He's and about also, Bedward... Bedward. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Bella, try yelling. Maybe it's too, there's too many bells and no, chanting. And, uh, um, she gets to him on time. He's about he like steps in the sun and then she runs at him, pushes him back into the shadow. Um, open. He he does glisten, the, and a girl sees him. Mm, the little she girl. Like she's points. trying to she's trying to get her mom's attention, yeah. but of course, again, a child, no adult is listening to no. children. No, sorry, kid. Um, so then he, you know, reunited. He explains to Bella that he only left Forks to protect her, promises never to leave again, blah, blah, whatever. Um, and then Felix, one of the Volturi, I don't know which one that is. Was that the one that was standing next to Jane? What do you mean? Well, it says Edward defends Bella from Felix, one of the Volturi, as the Volturi do not allow humans to confide in vampire society. But Edward is easily overpowered. He is the one he's fighting with, Sure. Huh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there's a nice big vampire fight in some kind of cathedral with some cool, like, apparition-type CG apparating. <laughs> Slamming into marble and all this shit and faces cracking and healing again, which is kind of cool to see. Uh, yeah, vampires are hard to uh, destroy when they're not being burned. I mean, it's essentially, you know, uh, Loki fighting mm, the well, Hulk, any of the Avengers. But, you uh-huh. know, I mean, uh-huh. it was basically, you know, Hulk fight. But like they... They overpower Edward, and they're about to kill him. They're about to rip his head off, literally. Mm-hmm. And Bella's like, "No, kill me instead." Oh, God, Bella. And that, but um, the Volturi—they're very impressed with her willingness to uh, take his place in death, I, sacrifice I mean, her life for a vampire. Um, it's it's very Muggle wizard kind of. Yeah, they did. They did. Um. The Volturi determined that Bella, knowing that vampires exist, must either be killed or transformed into a vampire. Of course we know what Bella's deep desire is. She sure. wants... Sure. We've known this from her opening nightmare when she's an old woman. She doesn't want to age. We know that Bella wants to be a vampire. Well, we she, know this from the first movie where she's like, turn me. Turn me. And he's like, not till we're married. Well, even then, he doesn't say that yet. This is where Stephanie Meyer is really like, hey, I'm going to push the abstinence in this. I, that. It's so I, I blatant. Didn't, I didn't pick up on it in the books. Oh. In my first read. Because I wasn't, I didn't care. Yeah. Once you know that that's a thing, you, it's, you can't ignore it. You cannot. And it, for, for me personally, it's annoying as fuck. Yeah. It's not my favorite part of these books at all. Um, like, like now that I know that it's a thing, you can't not see it, and you can't. It, it will never not annoy me. So, in par- so the whole thing is about being turned into a vampire. 
in parallel terms, it's Bella wants to have sex and Edward doesn't want to do it until he's married. That's what Stephanie Meyer is teaching us. That's fine. If that's your beliefs, I mean, Stephanie, sure. that's great. Um, But yeah, Bella's like, I want to be a vampire. And Edward's like. <sighs> He's like, give me five years or whatever. And I don't know. When do they do the vote with the family? That's earlier in the movie, isn't it? No. Is it right now? It's after they get back from Italy because. Oh, it is. After returning. to. So yeah, when they. Well, we'll get to that. Hold on. Um. So yeah, Ar- Arrow Ro is like okay, you can go as well, long as you turn Bella well, into a vampire. Because Alice, because he knows, because Alice comes up. She and She tells says, them about her vision. She's like, she's gonna turn. I've seen it. Yeah, we have and that she, funny scene. And she's like, I'm running in the meadow. And if if Edward doesn't do it, I'll do it myself. So yeah. then Aro, because so he can her, read her people's, word. he can read people's thoughts. Touches Alice's hands, and I think either she she genuinely knows that Bella's going to tur- turn, mm-hmm. or she's projecting that image. Mm. She could be creating like a false memory yeah, or whatever, we don't, a yeah, false vision. We don't really know, but but whatever it is, R O sees that Bella has turned in the goofiest. This made me so <laughs> fucking mad. Like this made me mad. I know it did. I know it did. Like we see. Edward running gaily through. I don't mean like. We know. Happily. He, he's ju- jubilantly galloping <laughs> through the fucking forest. And then from out of the fucking bushes <laughs> comes Bella in a fucking Dorothy Gale fucking dress. With like longer with pigtails hair. or something. Yeah. I think she has, pig- she has pigtails, right? <laughs> She's holding a basket and a dog. <laughs> Yeah, and she's smiling like the biggest they're Bella both, smile that she's never smiled no, in her life. They're both smiling way too much. But it anyway, is so fucking sugary, stupid. Yes, it made it you made mad. me so. Mad. And I, I don't know if that was like just Alice trying too hard, or if that is, uh, or if Chris, that's what we're gonna get, or if that is Chris White's being a fucking dumbass. Or if that's really what we're going to get in Breaking Dawn. Because I, I don't, don't know. think that's how it was written. I don't know. Does I it, can't re- it doesn't well, I mean, matter. If, if, they, if they took a literal transcription from the book and put it in, in the movie, then I blame Stephanie Myers. Meyer. Meyer. Whatever. Why there's no S? I don't fucking care. Continue quick. We're almost done. But if that's You're like dragging this on, if that's an artistic choice by the director, goddamn, you're a fucking dumbass. It wasn't that bad. It Jesus. wasn't that bad. That <sighs> ruined this whole movie. It's like two seconds. So Aro's like, okay, you can go. I believe that she will be turned eventually. That's cool. So they be. Return to Forks and the Cullens kind of vote on her becoming a vampire. Of course, well, also because they know that the Volturi will be keeping tabs. Yeah, they're so they not going to forget. End of the bargain. Yeah, mm-hmm. but mm, Edward has a caveat. No, so they do a vote. Alice, of course, is like hell yeah. I do like the voting scene. Well, we we yes. did mention how we like. Um, Emmett's like fuck yeah, hug bear. Jasper. Jasper's like Meh. I would vote no. And Rosalie is like, um, if I could like 
for, forgot what she well, says exactly. Like, I, you like could I, find a sound clip. That'd be amazing. I'm really sorry to both of you for how I've acted. And I'm really grateful that you were brave enough to go and save my brother. But this isn't a life I would have chosen for myself. And I wish that there had been someone to vote no for me. So, no. Yeah, that was like, oh shit, there was a, a really smart line in this movie. But my argument to that would have been, but you didn't want to be a vampire. I want to be a vampire. So you should support my... Yeah, you know. but she's also saying it fucking sucks. Yeah. No pun intended. I know. I and like Rosalie. I liked her in the first one. She's a fucking got, great baseball I player. Like, I do like Rosalie because she's such a moody... But like, not like annoying she, like Edward. Well, she's like mean. And I like that. Yeah, but she's a great baseball player. Oh, yeah. Well, they all, well they all are. Mm, I don't know, Alice. I mean, hey, Alice throws like a fucking weirdo, but she can throw. <laughs> God, that's what this movie's missing. The fucking baseball, baseball scene. Vampire baseball montage. <sighs> we can... I mean... It, it could have used some kind of vampire sports, like maybe they play soccer now or something. Pow! Yeah, or they the, their soccer balls are mm. are bowling balls because they would just yeah. be popping soccer balls all over the place. Um. So yeah, the two no Jasper votes votes yes. Only Edward and Rosalie vote no. Oh, Jasper votes yes. It says, I, this says only Edward and Rosalie. <laughs> Edward's of course still like oh no, I no, think. No, 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 no. I mean, Jasper, I think, votes yes because he's going to vote whatever Alice votes. Yeah, of course. That's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, and both parents vote yes. So then Jacob, you know, kind of finds this out. And he, you know, reminds Edward that the treaty with the Quilutes. Yeah, you finally got it. Will be broken. After an hour. <laughs> the treaty will be broken if any Cullen bites a human. Yes. Well, and I mean, Bella's I like, think, this is my choice. But is it if any Cullen bites a human on the land? I thought it was just in general, but I actually have no because, idea. Because, I mean... If He's they, like, can I take her to Italy and do like it? Like, if they did it in Italy or in Rio, because Edward is in Rio. Oh, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Does it... I, I don't a, know. A, does it count, and B, how would they know? The, the Quilutes. I don't know. They are wolves. I have no idea. But Bella's like, this is my choice. Because if they come, if they came back, if Bella came, went on vacation, came back as a vampire, mm-hmm. Jacob could be like, who did that? And she could be like, a, a random, a rando vampire. Yeah. You know. So Edward then is like, is it cool if I do it myself? And also we have to be married. Bella's like, <laughs> And then it ends. It ends right there. Bella's like, oh, how quaint. She should be like, you know I'm not a virgin, right? You know, Mike? I mean, right? Yeah, it ends. Like, I guess it's a cliffhanger. You know, people in the theater probably like Did it end on a weird Bella gasp? Did she kind of gasp at the end? I thought it ends on his face. No, I mean, but I mean, she she makes like a gasp. Maybe. Sure. I, I heard it, but I didn't know if I heard it from the movie or if it was like one of the cats or, or something. Or if like you gasped and you I, didn't realize it. No, I definitely didn't gasp. I bet you did. No, there's no way. But yeah, that's where it ends. Um, Technically a cliffhanger. You know, people were like, oh my God. 
even though you know these people saw uh, read the books. But whatever, it's cool. Um. So let's, you know what? Let's take a break. Cause, okay. Cause just because. Later that same evening. All right. So um. This movie made so much money. How much money did it make? So the the budget was substantially larger than the first one. This what one, was the first one? Uh, this one had a, a $50 million budget. Wait, this is only $50 million then? Yeah, it's still lower than... I would have guessed 100 Yeah, 50 Huh. Um, can you give me a how much it made? $500 million. Dollars. 709.8. Not surprised, but I'm like, million, fuck that. Million that dollars. Mean, no, okay. Um, but I mean, the budget is more surprising than the box office to me. There's yeah. not, I mean, there's not a lot of, of effects and it's stuff. It's just the wolves, but, really. But I mean, I, I just, I would have assumed it was more, but whatever. I don't care. So <laughs> New Moon set records that's the biggest midnight opening um, in domestic box office history. It grossed an estimated $26.3 million at midnight. The yeah. record was previously held by um, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, which grossed $22.2 million. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Eclipse broke New Moon's record with uh, $30 million. Spoilers. I know. <laughs> but then all that was surpassed by Deathly Hollows, which made $43.5 million. <laughs> Definitely Hollows Part Two. Is that still the record? Do um, we know? or is there like a Star yeah? It Wars doesn't in there at midnight. I I don't know. I'd have to re- do research and I do huh. it. it grows, I guess we'll find out. Um, <laughs> it grows seventy two point seven million on its opening day domestically. Okay, and becoming the the biggest single day opening in domestic history, beating Dark Knight at sixty seven point two million. And um, I mean. I would imagine Dark Knight costs a lot more. Like the budget yeah. with Dark Knight? Yeah, I don't remember. And then, of course, this record was broken. Deathly Hollows Part 2, which made $91.1 million. I feel like a Marvel movie has has surpassed that. Like, like, end, like Endgame? Like Endgame. But I'm not 100% sure. Um... Can you give me a Rotten Tomatoes? 41. N- uh, no. It's very generous. This has a 20, 22. 28%. It's still higher than Practical Magic. It's higher magic. than Practical Magic. Mm-hmm. So Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times, he gave the movie one star <laughs> out of four. High five, He Roger. says that it... Uh, quote, takes the tepid achievement of Twilight, guts it, and leaves it for undead. I 100% agree with Mr. Roger Ebert. Okay. Uh, rest in, rest is Okay. Do you know the British film critic Mark Kermode? <laughs> Mark Kermode? No. Kermode. He's a, I've heard of him. He's a, well, obviously a British. He's got a, a few podcasts, like, anyway. I recognize, I knew his name and I've okay. read some of his reviews. Anyway, he gave the film a positive review. He said, after an initial 20-minute dip when I thought, this is actually going to be two hours of mopey mopey, 
I thought it found its feet. He also excused the film's characterization of Taylor Lautner's character, saying the sight of the buff young guys running through the forest with their tops off was slightly smirk-inducing, but it's fine. They know what their target audience is, which is I, exactly right. I don't right. fault that at all, no. No, I mean, hello, you know this made $700 million, and it's mostly that target audience who gave their money to it. Real quick, Dark Knight's budget is an estimated $185 million. Holy shit! <laughs> so, however much money you said it made, not impressive. Not at all. <laughs> Holy like, like, it definitely man. didn't make its budget on its first day. <laughs> <sighs> Dang. So, I mean, hey, props and new moon I wonder how many movies made their budget on their first day. Blair Witch? What was the budget? Like $11? $11. (laughs) And some uh, maps? And some some snacks? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So I was on Letterboxd, and of course there's always some very entertaining reviews. And a few made me giggle. I only look at the the popular reviews, Uh uh not the recent ones, because those are... You know, if they're popular, that means that... They 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 uh they they have staying power. So, um, <laughs> of course, no one can read Bella's mind because she doesn't think. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's okay. That's unfairly mean. It is, and I know we joked about because they always say how they can't get through to her mind, and we I think we made a couple jokes like because I would never characterize Bella as. Being... I think she thinks too much. How about that? Look at her depression. I mean, they're 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 dumbing down Bella, and she's not dumb. No, of course not. She's emotional. Mm-hmm. Which I think some people would. She's also a teenage girl, who which is easy to forget that she's a teenage girl. Yes, for me, anyways. Okay. But I mean, I like, I wouldn't dumb her down. By saying that, you know, she doesn't mm-hmm. have any thoughts in her head. Yeah. But, I mean, she's, what she is, is she's very emotional and she's very reactive. Yes. And she's, which often leads to rash uh, decisions and, mm. and judgment. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I would never dumb her down that way. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, sure, that's a a, a snarky, like, kind of funny thing to say about Bella. Sure. But eh. um the scene where Bella gets her wounds stitched up by Carlisle is rife with more sexual tension and chemistry than she has with Jacob and Edward combined. There I fucking said it. I would agree with that. <laughs> I can't believe in a weird way, but I mean, yeah. I can't believe Edward versus Jacob is a debate when there is very clearly a correct answer. Alice mm. <laughs> Bella. Yeah, Bella might have been in love with both Edward and Jacob, but who was she emailing the entire time about how how her life was going despite not getting a response? Alice. Who gifted Bella her dress for her birthday? Alice. Who was always out there to support Bella? Alice. Who stormed to Bella's house after she went cliff jumping because she thought Bella was going to kill herself? Alice. Well, yeah. <laughs> this other review, Charlie didn't deserve any of this. <laughs> Also 100% agree. Um, This review, Jacob. Wow, we look like a couple. Bella, a couple of besties. Yeah, that's kind of funny. (laughs) Just dumb. 
That's a, that's what a little do, funny. What do Volturi's TripAdvisor reviews look like, and why do tourists keep on coming? Ugh. I mean, shit, I would go to that tour. I would definitely <laughs> end up being fucking vampire food. Bella not getting bangs after Edward broke up with her. She's stronger than all of us. Because, <laughs> you know, I cutting bangs. I, I definitely would have... Um, yeah, something like that would have been much more agreeable to me. What, cutting bangs? Like, I mean, just or her just, just doing something, acting out physically in a mm. in a outland, quote unquote, outlandish way. Sure, I'd have been like, yeah, fine. Yeah, just I mean, just her, just just being moody. I don't, eh, not enough. Okay, you know. What about jumping because, on the back of a motorcycle? Because she is reactive, so she should actually do something. You know, like she should cut her hair like Jacob. Well, if she had done, yeah, if she had come out with like a Sinead or something, Ooh. you know, or, you know, Jessica would be like, what the fuck happened to you? Or that weird, you know, the weird side, whatever they call it. The yeah. Which Chris Stewart has had. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you notice in this movie? No. The, cause you know, in Twilight, it has the filter. It's very greenish and dreary. This one's much warmer on purpose. I don't know if you noticed that. I, I the would first have one to almost looked like Fight Club filter type. I would have to see them like side by back side. To back, side by side. This one's much warmer. You could see it in Bella's face. I mean, I did notice that it was, it does seem, it does, it, it feels warmer to me. I, I didn't notice any specific like, and they did color upgrade, tent, you know, they but, upgraded like their cameras and uh-huh. film and all this shit. Which you so. mentioned during the month. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they just had montage. better. I mean, they had better, better setup, bigger budget, and you know, the movie isn't badly made. No, it's badly written. Sure, or, I mean, and it's not greatly acted, but I mean, like in general. But I mean, I mean, it's fine. I've seen worse. Well, yeah, but I mean. We're not comparing movies to movies. We're comparing this movie on its own. Are we always comparing movies to movies? Well, we shouldn't. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I would. I would watch this again just because it's kind of enjoyable to have I wouldn't, on. I wouldn't not watch it again. I mean, I would bitch the whole time again, but like, I'm actually pretty excited for Eclipse because I don't remember it, and of course, I've never seen the Breaking Dawns. So when we get to like, I'm kind of excited for because I'm like, well. I know what happens, but I'm just, I want to see if there's any kind of evolution in any of these people besides the obvious, like, like becomes a vampire. Well, I mean, like for me, this movie was, you know, again, neither fun nor good. Sure. It was a, a different category. It was funny, but bad. <laughs> but see, we also have to look forward to like the Volturi, which we both agreed we liked. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to well, get more I, of them, which I mean, is going to be kind of fun. If I can get, you know, more, just more Cullens, the Cullens and the Family Stone, mm. just all of them. Sure. I like all of them. I, you know. Yeah. I mean, if I, if it, if it was just, if you just give me just the Alice Cullen movie, I'm on board. Well, but you're not the only one who would want just an Alice Cullen movie. But you can yeah. even just give me, you know, the Cullen Children movie. 
fine. A hundred percent. You fine. want the prequel, don't you? Of how Carlisle collected his people. I would. I know we get percent beyond board with that. I think a lot of people would like that. I know we get that. Like, where's flashback. that Netflix series? Holy shit! Can you imagine if they announced Rings a, of Power and Cullens of Vampire? <laughs> Carlisle's Coven. Wow. Yeah, I give mean, me, give the, me that miniseries. The world might break if that ever happened. Just because. And then I, I, I would even be on board for, you know, like Quillute story. Sure. That would be very cool. It's like go back into, you know, go go back in recent time. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, the Cullens like, are centuries back. Like when they made the treaty but in the like Quileutes the 30s? Were, was the Quillutes were, you know, like 100 years back. Well, because the treaty was like from 1930 something. Yeah, it was like new new world era. <laughs> it was like the westward expansion. It was between the wars. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't hate this movie. I find it pretty entertaining. Um, and I I I almost hate to compare it to the first Twilight movie because it felt so. It really felt different. I mean, like I I definitely like the first one. better okay i don't know if i like it more i like it better okay isn't okay i think because by i think because with this one i expect them to all be better at their jobs (laughs) be better Uh uh-huh i mean i like Peter Facinelli. Sure. Doing a fuck. You know what? You're you've earned your you're you're earning your money. That's fine. Okay. Anna Kendrick, you were mm. handed money. And mm. yeah. You, you may or may not have earned it. I mean, you earn it by she, being Anna Kendrick. She, yeah. She But you didn't work for yeah. this money. <laughs> okay. For for this particular stack of bills. You didn't really do much work. Yeah. You know? Um, I wanted to quick shout out the the soundtrack is pretty. Um, the soundtrack is fucking great. It's pretty great. Um, Alexandra Desplat did say, our music. Now, do people call him Alexandra? I don't know what I said. Because isn't it just Alexander? Well, he's French, like, so who knows? Well, I know, but okay. Well, how do you write theater, Alexandre? Do you write it? Well, I write it the American way. Oh, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know. But yeah, so I'm I, not British. To so me, I'm, it's the same thing. It's still the theater. It's, I don't, but because he's French, I'm not sure how they pronounce it. I know he won an Oscar and they pronounced it very fancily. So, does it matter? Desplat did the music. I um. Yeah, but but also it's oh, it was also pronounced Adele Dazim. So <laughs> shut up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't go by Academy pronunciations either. I'm so glad John Travolta did not announce the winner. Unless he did. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the music is is pretty. And the yeah, the score is pretty. The songs are pretty great. Um, they are a time capsule, though. They are. <laughs> okay. Wait, do you want to... <laughs> <laughs> Do we, should we take a break? I gotta... Several bad puns later. 
so yeah, this mo- the music definitely of its time. Um, but I think this is, remains a favorite a lot of a lot of people from that era. Um, indie indie rock, indie pop. They tried to kind of recreate the phenomenon of these soundtracks with like the Hunger Games movies had same kind of more folky indie on 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 those soundtracks. What, was it full of Mumford and Sons and Lumineers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um was it really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Pretty much. Lord Taylor Swift has a song on it. I don't know. Um and then of course like the 50 Shades movies had soundtracks with more pop poppy stuff, not as indie. But um but the Twilight soundtracks were 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 pretty popular in their day, and I think still are. There's no Paramore on the soundtrack, but eh, it's okay. But yeah, Alexander Dipla. We did a pronunciation, and we know it's Dipla. We're not really sure about the first name. Doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> Hi, Frankie. Um, anything else you want? to say about the Twilight Saga colon New Moon. No, I mean, no. This movie often looks cold and damp. Not as cold and damp as the first one, though. Come on. First one is literally green. Yeah, no, yeah. But it, I don't think it's ever going to be warm and sunny. <laughs> Unless they're in Italy. You know. But- at high noon. Yeah, no, uh, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Do you wanna then? I would like to pick because then we can wrap this shit up. Let's pick. Uh, we have. Did you add all those other ones? One fifty-seven. Oh yeah, we did. Okay. Who are you looking at? Of course. <sighs> the second I got home. Are you? Hey Google. Are you? Pick a number from one to one hundred fifty-seven. Here's a random number, 22. Oh. Is it a D? It is. is and you it? were talking about this movie's, in one of the movies. Dark Knight? Something? Rises. Which one is That's that? the third one. Okay. I've only seen it once. I've only also seen it once, maybe. I think I'm, I might have seen it twice. Dark Knight Rises from 2002. 12. But it's the last Nolan. It's the last Nolan Batman. Uh, I only saw it once. I don't remember it. It has kind of the inception esque ending. Yeah. Uh, I remember the beginning. I don't. Tom Hardy. Uh, and the plane. Oh. I'm getting that mixed up with Mission Impossible. Mm. <laughs> Similar. Because there's like a. He's got the mask on. You can't understand there's like a, him. Like a, a midair hijacking explosion, yeah. escape from blown up plane kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I am curious to see what I think of this because I don't feel like I like these movies as much as I used to. I also think I liked them more the first time around. And I don't know if that's just like the Marvel effect. Um, it, it, I, I mean, don't know. It also could be that at the time these were the best that DC they, was able to deliver. Yeah, and they've just been disappointing since. And then we've gotten sporadic 
ones in between but that no, are nothing, good. Nothing nearly as good as The Dark Knight. You don't think Wonder Woman's better than Dark no. Knight? Really? No. And critically, it it's not. I think it's more it's more important than the Dark Knight I mean, was. To be, if I'm going to be honest, I would rather watch the Suicide Squad over any of these Dark Knight movies. But also, I think it could be because I've seen these more, and you've only seen Dark Knight Rises once. Anne Hathaway's in this one. No, I know. I which, love Anne Hathaway. Yeah, which I'm excited to see Anne Hathaway. I mean. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Anne Hathaway is my favorite Selena Kyle. I'm sorry. Julie Newmar is my favorite Catwoman. You're saying she's better than Michelle Pfeiffer? No, her Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is better than Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. Oh, you just mean Selena Kyle. She's a better Selena Kyle than any of the other ones. That's interesting. Not sure I would go that far. Like, like, do you is your favorite Batman the same as your favorite Bruce Wayne? No, we had this conversation yeah, before. So same, same, same. I don't know. It might might be. Mine is same, same. I mean, mine is you know it's same, same as different. What? Just like I don't have my Batman isn't my Bruce Wayne. Who's your my, favorite Batman? Michael Keaton, or is he your favorite Bruce Wayne? No, I think. And we're, think, we are having this conversation without seeing Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. You know, I still have only seen the first 10 minutes Me of, too. Because I was sort of watching it at work. I like, started watching this it This is down, too dark to watch on my phone. I started watching it downstairs. I'm like, this movie's too long. I can't. I don't feel like watching it. And it's kind of scary. It's really dark. Very dark. It's a scary story. It's a scary story. And... No, I, yeah, I think yeah. Michael Keaton is my favorite... Is my mm. Batman. I think my, my Bruce Batman. Wayne. Man, that's a tough one. I don't know. It Because honestly, Christian Bale's a pretty good fucking Bruce Wayne. He's a great Bruce Wayne. I think he's the best Bruce Wayne. He's a he's kind of a goofier Batman in a weird way. Yeah. I like Michael, Michael Keaton's Batman better yeah. than Christian oh, Bale's, well, yeah. but I like Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne better yeah. than Michael Keaton's. And I'm not even talking about Ben Affleck in this conversation either. Sorry, Batfleck. You know what? Um... Affleck is a good older Bruce Wayne. Well, yeah, he is playing an older Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah, he's really good at, at that. He's fine. But, uh... But, yeah, next week, Dark Knight Rises. Um, I don't know if it's streaming. You've, you've seen it. It might be on HBO Max. It is Warner Brothers. Um, I think it is. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, until then, you can... I haven't been updating Instagram, but you oh can follow God. us Shame on, on you. In- you can follow us on Instagram at Why Do We Own This DVD or Twitter, which is probably more up to date. Why yeah. Do We Own This One? Kinda. Uh, thanks as always to Brushy One String for our theme song. You can find Brushy at brushyonestring.com. And thanks to Marlene LePage for our artwork. Cool. Uh, Frankie the podcat left. Oh, well, you know. She ate her goldfish cracker and noped out of here. She's like a noop. Okay, well. Cool. Um, Watch Andor on Disney+. Plus. Oh my God, can we talk about Andor now? Next. <laughs> um, no, it's no. good. Um, yeah. 
Spoiler alert, you will hear your first swear word in a Star Wars movie. There's a swear. And some sexy times. Not even. I mean, more sexy times than we've gotten before. You will see space underwear, which not isn't supposed to exist. And socks. <laughs> and you will see some, some, some gray some, socks. Some gray socks. They were, and on, they're drinking calf. They were on sale at Ross. <laughs> Probably they're drinking calf, which has been mentioned in the books. But coffee. I space do coffee. like that her name is Vix. I thought it was Bix. Oh, is it Bix? I don't know actually. I thought I, in my head I saw B I X, but I have oh, no idea. I, don't know that. I haven't looked at her name. Anyway, we won't get into the Andor talk, but you should watch it if you like Star Wars, especially if you like Rogue One. Come on, guys! We know Rogue One is the Rogue One is the best the Star third Wars movie. Best. <laughs> no, it's the best Star Wars movie. It is the Michael Keaton of <laughs> Batman. It is the it is the Christian, Christian Bale, Bale of Bruce, Bruce Wayne's. It is the Anne Hathaway of Selena Kyle's. I still got a Julie Newmar of Catwoman's. All right. Um, enjoy this lovely. Pick a song from the soundtrack. Go ahead. I dare you. Um, there's, I there's, might. There's some good shit on there, but if you want to get the song list, and there's some fucking bangers on you it. You don't know them. You just looked at the artists, and you're like, I've heard of that person. No, I, I know the song. Um. Also, the the score track "Full Moon" by Alexandra Diplot mm. is uh, very good too. Yeah. So, it's anyway, right. we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Your lips are nettles. Your tongue is wine. Your laughter's liquid, but your body's pine. You love all sailors, but hate. Say, come touch me.